live from Honduras. Somehow still capable of qualifying. Crikey! No, G'day. no, no. We Crikey, could get to throw some contrachos on no. the barbie, mate. No, mate. No, no. way. No, no problem. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Oh, this wallaby's gorgeous. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that invites our American blogging and podcasting brethren to join us in cheering against the teams that keep us out of the World Cup next year. It's fun. You'll love it. You can sleep on the couch. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Mm. Uh, we hope you all had a relaxing Thanksgiving and still have lots of leftovers. On uh, this week's show, we look back at Candace Friendly versus El Salvador, review the brief weekend that was in MLS, preview this weekend's match against the Cheesemakers, and more. And now to this week's panel. Thankful that the week is almost over. It's Duncan Fletcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Woo, good times. I tried. Mm. You did. Yeah, I did. Mm. A plus. Uh, yeah. Giving thanks for Harry Hello. Kane and stuffing. It's Tony Walsh. Hurricanes? Wow, you monster. Too soon. Just when, when Canada's done everything it can for hurricane relief, and now you're all ooh, giving thanks for hurricanes. Wow. I really don't slur that much. Mm-hmm. I'll work on my enunciation. Although a hurricane full of stuffing. Hey. That's a hurricane we can all support. Yeah. It sounds like a natural disaster in my tummy. Category delicious. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Moving on. He's thankful to not have to critique or potentially like the U.S. kit next year. It's Mark Hinckley. I'm thankful for no gravy monsoons. That would be disgusting. The Americans probably still will have a kit. (laughs) You would think. You don't want want to pass up on that monetary opportunity. No, I just the don't think they're going to... stars all over the place thing. I just don't think they're going to play shirtless. Hmm. He'll just have a, hol- a hologram of Taylor Twellman sort of sadly shaking his head, wagging his finger. Mm. Mm. Like the old Burger King kit. <laughs> sure, sure, yes. I'll buy it. Yeah. yeah, I'll buy that in a second. As for me, I'm thankful for the failings of U.S. soccer because it makes me giggle. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Okay. First up on the show is not World Cup related. It's Canada. No, of course it's not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fill in the blank. It's not, it's not World Cup qualifying related. It's blank. What right. else could it be, guys? Exactly. Well, while other countries were off vying for places in next year's World Cup, and some of them losing them, <laughs> uh, the Canadian squad was in the hot heat of Houston playing a friendly against El Salvador because who else? Did Schadenfreude play? No. Hmm. I know. I was sad. was on the bench the whole time and didn't get brought on. Uh, with the team without a number of its senior players, including Tossaint Ricketts, who returned to Toronto due to an injury, and more on that later. What? I know. Octavio Zambrano fielded a much younger squad, which was what we expected, uh, including the return of Kevin Alleman, which was Once nice. again. Well, there you go. Nice. That was nice. That uh, the team struggled in the first half to be cohesive and get anything resembling an attacking flow going. Also... Kyle Laren may have lacked for service, but his Pirlo imitation got old fast. Ultimately, defensive breakdowns what led to an early goal, 
and Canada. We were all wrong. They did not score two goals in any direction. It was 1-0 El Salvador at the end. Plus, Laren's beard is awful. Did, uh, did you say early Yeah, game? I'm looking at his face going, did I watch the wrong game? Did only goal. Only. Okay. Only. Seriously, is my am I just like mumbling that badly today? I'm going to say it was early, you said. But that's fine. I, I meant only. Well, it's it says, okay. It says only right here. I'm not going to edit it out. We'll find out. I heard oily. Cool <laughs> surprises. I heard oily. Oily. Ooh. See? Stop it. That's pretty mm. slick. She was being a racialist. Oh, she racials a lot. Um, am I the only one that watched the game? In full, yes. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I know you didn't. You even forgot it even existed, even though it was in the rundown. Uh, even though there was mention of it in our messages. There's a game? But I hear we've we've solved hurricanes, though. We've, we've fixed Houston. So yes, hooray. we did. Yep. So it's all it's all it's yes. all back together. Come on, now. you yeah. amazing. All you've oh, ooh, we're talking, World talking. Cup, this and that. No, we I'm were doing what really counts. Yep. we were out there in the real Sticking world. Sticking our fingers in dikes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. The Dutch didn't make the World Cup either. Nope. <laughs> Speaking of which, yes. So, okay. Well, then I will give my moment of the match because unless someone watched enough highlights to have one. The goal. The goal. The goal. Yes. It was from. It was boring. The game was boring. For what what pieces I watched? I I listened to most of it. I watched parts of it. It was. I'm no. I didn't miss a damn thing except the goal, which I caught. And yeah, it was about the only reason why to watch that game. I think. Yes. It, I think it was Kyle, Kyle Aaron's lack of service. Mm, quite possibly. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Um, shout out to the the commentators though, because. You know, coming out of that little water break there, they were all like, eh, well, you know, some neutral uh, listeners, as if anybody neutral who didn't is, is going to be tuning into this game, yeah. you know, might have wanted to see a bit more uh, some goal-scoring action, and then immediately they scored. So, well done. Siri, show me an international match with zero repercussions on the world stage. I don't want to watch qualifier. <laughs> like, really? You know, props to Max Bell for, you know, doing a pretty good job through, yeah, throughout the whole game. Okay. Sure. Um, not pulling any punches as well, which I, I always enjoy. You know, again, it's a friendly. doesn't really have to. There's no, like, consequences. But, you know, when things weren't a foul or when things got conca caffy or whatever, you know, there was a lot of quizzical. Well, they're pretty sure not. There really wasn't anything in that. But, okay, the referees decide to do this. Of course, it was Toledo, which... Uh, Oh, always, delightful. yeah. Always. Couldn't get a real gig that. No, day. no. <laughs> super fun. Um, all right. My moment was uh, Simon Thomas's first half save that kept Canada actually in the in the match. So Crucial. that was. Yeah. He was lovely to watch. Actually. Mm-hmm. He's my man of the match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do. Mark Anthony K. Yeah, that's a good point. Shut up, you. Just drink I mean, your you know, ginger Thompson, ale. I mean, you, you you look at the goal. You can't really blame him for that. And, you know. He didn't let a goal in aside from the goal, so he was blameless for the goal, and clearly didn't let in any other goals at any point. So no, Simon sure. Thomas is a Simon fine Thomas. choice, but mm-hmm. Mark, game. Mark game. Anthony K actually had the best, you know, had a very good game. You know, he was one of the few players that was productive and and strong on the ball and was trying to do attacking runs and setting other people up. Oh, it was fun to watch. I quite like him. I think he's hopefully gets a jump to a a, a more prominent club next year. Instead of being, or is he Louisville? Yeah. I yeah. hope he gets signed by one of the Canadian LMS teams who just put him on the bench and never play him and release him after a year. That's a great Who idea. would do that? Yeah. No one does that. No, that's not That's yeah. not how we develop players. Exactly. I hope it's here so we can sing Return of the Mac. Okay. 
That one's good too. That was South excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the Thomas bandwagon. Well, he didn't have, didn't have too much to Jesus. do, but what Lily did, he did it well. He yeah. came out, he came off his line for saves. He came off. Yeah. You can do it. It's all up to you. Okay. okay. It works. <laughs> Again, now what's, what are the other ones? Ass say buns like kiss my buns or your buns hole. Says, oh, right. Say buns hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about the buns hole. Yeah. 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 Mm. South Park. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Moving yeah, on. Um, yeah, no, Simon Thomas, no, he was he's been fun to watch. We've seen him in a couple games now, so it's good to have, you know, something that looks like a quality backup keeper or potentially first keeper, depending on what happens with uh Borean going forward. Not enough Simons in modern football anyway. Well, there you go. Mm. We we're adding to the True. Are there many Simons if you get into the French language teams? After the match or before? Fair. Mm. Fair. I don't know. I'm sure there are. Last names, it seems. There's more Simons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Toronto's got a Simonine. Does that count? Ask yourself that. They don't have close, a name. Close enough. Oh, yeah, that's right. They don't. Yeah, no. not anymore. Mm. Sure All right. I did put uh, Zambrano tactics, but again, since... You picked a young team. Uh, you know, kept that dude from Millwall. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it went well. Fuck you, we're Canada. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, I I think my my takeaway from this is that though the lineup was exactly as expecting, I was surprised how relatively toothless they were up top. Um it seemed like they had a they had it's like the pat the pass before the shot never reached that guy. Or like what, wonderful crosses that went nowhere. Like it was just full of that. Uh, and uh, I don't know if that's a Zambrano thing. Mind you, a lot of the guys who were up, at the, were up top have been playing the last couple of games, so it was kind of surprising. Well, like, Laren up top is, in my mind, always a mistake. Ra- Raheem actually started uh, this game. One of nice. actually... Yeah, not so much. It was one of mm. the one of his poorer games. He nope. did not look... A lot of, lot of, lot of interest, a lot of intercepted passes. Like every time he tried to send the ball somewhere, it went straight at an El Salvadoran player. It seemed, um, just not the, especially in the first half. The first half was particularly shaky from these guys. I was surprised that you know it's a friendly. You can sort of make f- more free use of your subs. That he didn't get uh, Laren or Edwards out sooner. And admittedly, who was he going to put in? But yeah, Laren was frustrating to watch as always. A lot of lot of non-effort um i don't know so that part yeah that part was the frustrating thing the the, the other side was wasn't too bad but they had nice build-ups yeah you know they 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 weren't they weren't necessarily outclassed in the middle of the pitch uh at the back it was it ebbed and flowed there seemed to be periods where they were okay they're competent and then it's like uh, those you know five minutes of lapses and they get through i mean the goal was a counterattack. i mean yeah which is strange because it seemed like there were a lot more opportunities for them to be exploited at the back, but eh, eh whatever. It was, it was a trot out for the youngins. Yeah, so. pretty much. But that's that's good because they. I don't know if anyone watched um, the interview he did with, I think it was Christian Jack, which was which was you know talking about this sort of thing. The fact that you know they have all this this time, not all this time, but this this period in time to look at these players 
to decide. It's really worked well in the last few cycles. Who's mm. going yeah. to. Americans, you're going to love this whole, <laughs> you don't have a competitive game until 2019 thing. Oh, it's you can great. look at all the options. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm. Maybe this was part of, uh, 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 or maybe this is part of what Montagliani's grand plan, you know, that the U.S. don't qualify for the World Cup. Now we're going to change how the qualifiers happen so there's more meaningful games. In all seriousness, you can probably guarantee a change to CONCACAF that will oh, yeah. give the U.S. a bunch better shot going forward. Smartest man? Possibly. We'll give Canada a much better shot going forward. He's our guy. Come on. Well, yeah, but let's be honest. Come on. Come on. Aim for the money. That's, that's unfortunately... He's got to butter his bimbo. Mm-hmm. Can we just host it every time? There we go. That'd be good. Mm. Be nice. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's the only Canada men's match, I believe, uh, this year. There'll be more, hopefully, in the coming year. What? Says Namibia. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just figuring Namibia would be upset that we don't have a friendly with them. It's the kind of country we'd play. Oh, okay. Somewhere, oh. somewhere random in Europe. We've been playing against. I, know, I was looking, trying no, to no, think. No, Burkina Burkina did you say that well, triggered that? Not in yeah, Europe, but that's cool. I don't know. I, know. I, was like, I was like, what? <laughs> well, no, I know Burkina Faso isn't in Europe, but the game yeah. would be in Europe. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's reason. cool. Yeah. yeah. Canada versus Burkina, Burkina Faso in Moldova. Yes. There you go. <laughs> no, be in Nice. <laughs> what? Nice. We don't wow. have Nice money. No. That's <laughs> true. Fucking high roller over here. Yeah. Who does? Maybe Bikini Faso does. Perhaps. <laughs> Do they have all your money? Note to yeah, self, yeah. next time I include the Canada match on the so. rundown, make sure the other panelists watched economy. it or mm-hmm. even knew it was going on. <laughs> Bikinis are very useful. I'm right yeah. here. Yeah. God. Yeah, my, Mike's been commenting intelligently about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. The other panelists. Being on an elevator when somebody shouts, hold the door. No! Students getting bees. X is getting STDs. Waking doormen from their naps. Watching tourists reading maps. Football players getting tackled. CEOs getting shackled. Watching actors never reach the ending, ending of their Oscar speech. Schadenfreude. <laughs> Schadenfreude. Because there's rarely a weekend that MLS really and truly takes off, there were games this weekend! Whee! And here to tell us all about them is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS Wins and Losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. <laughs> Here's my qualifying round. Yeah, whatever. It's one of those God. wins and losses I see. <laughs> Only a few games this week to uh, to talk about as most of the league managed to arrange their schedule to avoid having to play. Uh, first up is last midweek and Atlanta's eight games in 23 days finally caught up with them as they coughed up a 90th minute equaliser and then an injury time winner to Minnesota. Uh, their first defeat in the new stadium with their amazing, amazing fans, uh, including one who hit the ref with a water bottle when he went over to do a video review. Mm. Yes. Fantastic. Yes, well done. Uh, that leaves Atlanta still three points back of the Pizza Rats for second in the East. Uh, Chicago a uh, point back of them, and then the crew uh, a couple of points further back. Uh, onto the weekends, and the West leading Whitecaps are in New Jersey who hadn't won in eight games. And well, they won handling on this one. Uh, 
3-0 on goals from Wright Phillips, Royer and Felipe and two assists from Sasha Kleistam, taking him over 50 assists in the last three seasons combined. Only the second person to ever do that in MLS. Who was After, the first? Uh, With a mustache. Lena Donovan. Lena Giggs now. Lady Rosario. No. Brad Davis. Carlos Valderrama. Wow. 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 Friend of the pod. I would, never, I would never have gotten there. No. Bill Manning. <laughs> He's, he's not happy with this. Overrated. Well, I think he would be happy that he's been... Superseded? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or matched? Matched. Yeah. So you're not special anymore. Uh-huh. Ah, take 20 that. 20 years later. Yeah. He did have a mustache. And at least too. Sasha does some running every now and then. Yeah. Lazy <laughs> bugger. Lazy fucking head fuck. You try yeah. running with that thing on your head. True. Wind resistance is real, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like a sail. <laughs> Parachute. Like resistance mm-hmm. training, yeah. except he did it all the time. If only at some point when it really mattered, he'd shaved his head. Um, man, I'm here with a one-two. Maybe we're still waiting for this. Maybe, you know, he's going to come back and shave his head. <gasps> It'll be amazing. Oh, yeah. It's just science. Had to smuggle shit through something. Aerodynamics. Yeah. True. Mm. Um, anyway, that three points moved the Red Bulls up to 46 points and eliminated Orlando, Philadelphia, New England, and Montreal from playoff contention. Montreal! Oh, they're, they're still a thing. Yeah, they were. They're so cute. They're on that TV show. So far. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's uh, the entire six playoff teams are already decided. In the East, uh, yeah. With two games left. Oh, decision day is going to be such an easy climax. I know. I've, I've been waiting all year for that. Decision day. It, Some yeah. kind of pelican noise. <laughs> I figured it'd be like a, a gavel hitting the... Yeah. It's law and order. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the law and order noise. Oh, oh yeah. Dun-dun. Dun-dun. Yeah. Right, but if you do without that with a, a persephone or whatever, it's like... Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Maybe other decisions work. will be made. Perhaps. The West. Exactly. Oof. All sorts of decisions there. Only one team's... Anyhow, uh, the good news for Orlando is that Jesus' Kaka has officially announced he won't be back next year, so they can work on filling that DP spot with someone more useful. Uh, Montreal, meanwhile, have signed Nacho Nacho Manpiari to a three-year term that's currently going to put him among the top five paired players in the league. Really? I'm sure will work out great when he's 36 years old. Making three years seven money? Sure. Uh, anyway, over to the West. Could the Sporks take advantage of the Whitecaps failure? No, not really. Uh, they were taking on Minnesota and could only get a 1-1 draw. And also lost goalie Tim Melia to injury. Uh, leaves the Sporks on 48 points, three behind Vancouver, one ahead of Portland and Seattle. Still not entirely sure of even sixth place. Uh, Minnesota, meanwhile, are now officially unable to qualify, though. 36 Aww. points, probably better than most people expected from them. So, you know, not bad loons, not bad. Uh, last match of the weekend, so Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas yeah! with the chance to use their game in hand to get a bit of a lead on everyone else in a clogged, mediocre race for fifth and sixth in the West. They were at Colorado, and, and they and couldn't get it done. <laughs> Not a shitty team, kid. <laughs> Be Colorado. I know. I mean, Jesus. I think, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, they managed only a 1-1 tie. I mean, who oh, who does, does that? that? Terrible. Yeah. Seriously. Terrible clubs. Uh, the worst. Um, yeah, that does move the, the Dallas into sixth place with uh, 43 points, tied with Houston. 
and a point ahead of uh, RSL and San Jose, but uh, things not really looking good in Frisky Frisco uh, right now. Uh, this Wednesday, Houston and Kansas, they play again, postponed by Hurricane. Uh, then it'll be a frantic last two weekends in the West. Meanwhile, let's uh, check in with uh, old favorite of MLS wins and losses, uh, Bruce Arena. You know, got to be good times for you, Bruce. Uh, yeah, what have you got to say after uh, the U.S. presumably crushed Trinidad? Who knows how that went, really? Uh, there's mm. nothing wrong with what we're doing. <laughs> Certainly. Okay. As our league grows, it advances. I just thought that's how we talk. The national. Are we talking about the league or the national team? He's not, not with sure. the galaxy anymore. Team. I'm sorry, national team. Yeah, Program. Yeah. We have some good young players coming up. That's nice. Nothing has changed to make any kind of crazy changes. I think will be foolish. We're building a good system. Can you spill it on this breath? In our pro. It, it finally makes sense. Yeah. I, mm. Fashion. <laughs> in the league. We have players. Holy shit. Playing abroad of some qua. What time is it? Did the bars close? Yeah. It's in Trinidad, you know. Yeah. Rules are very loose over there. No kidding. T. Hmm. Do we think he's done? Anyway, it all sounds very positive. So yeah, it really does. Yeah. Like nothing. It's good. Good times. Sunshine and roses. Good, good times for the Americans right now. Woo! Wow. Woohoo! Bruce for life. Get get that man a contract extension. It's clearly all going very well. Yeah. No, no changes needed. Need uh, whatsoever. Why would there be? Nope. Nope, nope. Uh, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS Plus uh, wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You're welcome. You're no useless exhibition. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Have I lost it or something? <laughs> <laughs> you got to hold and give, but do it at the right time. You can be slow or fast, but you must get to the to the World Cup. World Cup qualifiers going on the last several days, of course. And really all we want to talk about is the Americans. (laughs) (laughs) See, there's a small (laughs) one. With a small couple of seconds to laugh at Scotland as well. (laughs) Oh my God, that was ridiculous. And that game, my eyes, it was like it was like Easter parade. (laughs) I was like, what is happening? That is not a good 
<laughs> no. term for that part of the world. <laughs> Easter parade yeah. in, in uh, Slovenia? Well, you know, is... Scots and stuff. Go on. I was like, yeah, I actually, what did I do wrong? No, I, I don't, don't know. I don't, well, you know, sectarian no. stuff, Easter. Nah, never mind. It's a stretch. Bit wow. of a stretch. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, wow. he's more affected by it than mm. somehow mm. being me. being Scottish and all. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> I said Scottish, not piratish. Uh, Yar. <laughs> okay, that's that's getting in the orbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah, we go. That's it. better. All right. Um. Anyway, so for many of us, that was magical. It was a delightful, delightful moment to see the Americans not only out of the World Cup, but to mm. be beaten by Trinidad and Tobago. That was, that might be my favorite part. Mm. It just, it really might. I only feel, I only feel bad that Stephen Hart isn't still there mm. to sort of exact like a tiny little measure of revenge on behalf of Canada. True. Um, but uh, I didn't see the game because I, I wasn't home, but it sounded awful. <laughs> I really can't stop mm. laughing about it. I just think it's hilarious. Um, I know that most of you share my my laughter. Do you share in the laughter? A little? It's you don't at all, hard. do you? It's hard when we barely have a peg to stand on, let alone a leg. Yeah, but this isn't like just about Canada. This is yes, but we as a I, I laugh at world. other countries being being we are, out of the out of the Canadian World Cup. Podcast. Sure, but you know. Yeah. Yes, it's funny. Ignore this, man. Wait till we get to the next part. It'd be impossible mm. to ignore. It'd be good. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into it. Wasn't that subtle? That was good. Sweet. So what was what has been interesting in terms of the reaction to the Americans being out? Of course, American soccer media and everybody's losing their freaking minds and whatever. That's fine. If Canada had ever gotten that close again, we would all be doing the same. We do it when they don't even barely get that close. So, you know, good for them. Good for, you know, good passionate responses. What's been to me more interesting or in some cases more puzzling um, is this notion that this is like the supreme soccer tragedy of our time in terms of the game itself uh, within the States because soccer is suddenly magically gonna go go away. Mm. And people are gonna like, it's not like millions of people didn't watch the World Cup before the Americans went to the World Cup in the States. I'm not talking more around the world, I'm talking about in the US themselves, but also in North America. And the fact that this is poor for, this is, you know, this is a problem for soccer as a whole on this continent, which of course includes us. Um, and you had some thoughts, Tony. You had some thoughts about this last night. So I'm going to let you start this off. Well, I don't think it's a tragedy for the sport in general. I don't think it's going to affect the hardcore support. Well I, well, I do fear that it may affect, and that has. I think this could have a trickle down, is the amount of, it's not a, a important thing or a sexy thing, but the amount of corporate and like advertising and interest that the World Cup gets broadcast wise next summer in the States. And I think because the World Cup is, you know, this juggernaut of an event. And I don't think Americans will get behind it from the beginning in the corporate community and things like that the same way they would if the Americans took part of it. They're not renowned for being interested in international things that they're not part of. 
Um, I don't think, on the same vein, I don't think there is any ever been a real correlation between a successful U.S. presence in the World Cup and that translating into a stronger MLS or stronger professional side. So I, I'm not really all that worried about that. But, and I don't think it's any kind of great disaster that can't be fixed. I, I just think it will take a, a baby step back from what was a climb of two decades, I'd say, in popularity and mainstream acceptance of the World Cup in, gen- in, in particular in the States. So you don't- I, think, I think it just might take a bit of a hit, that's all. So you don't think that this is like... I don't think it's... I, thought, I, heard, I heard... I saw someone today describe it as a shockwave. I don't think it's... A, no, it should be a All shock... Right. Maybe a shockwave for their system. I don't think uh, the death knell of the sport. I think the sport has found its uh, foothold. Anything that made the sport, I guess, more visible to more people, like the World Cup does, I think is a good thing in the American market. I don't think it'll affect the Canadian market whatsoever because we're used to not having Canada there. Um, it's tradition. But, <laughs> but Traditions uh, are important. Yeah. But I, but I think, you know, I, I think it takes a little bit of a knock on the progression of the sport in, uh, in the States. Nothing that can't be fixed with success in the future, I don't think. But, you know, it was, it, it was on a nice incline for, like I said, a couple of decades maybe, you know, where I think every World Cup was stronger and stronger as far as interest. And I just, I just fear that it might take a bit of a hit. They're, you know, your hardcore fans, yeah, they'll be there. They'll, they'll adopt Iceland or whatever, something silly or like that. But, you know, the Americans, if they're not in it, it's not really a thing in their eyes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Counterpoint, Duncan. Go, Duncan. I, I feel like America is generally sort of considered, you know, for better or worse, depending on your political viewpoint, uh, a nation of immigrants. I feel like there are plenty of fucking people in the States who are still going to be caring about the, the tournament as a whole oh, and yeah. providing the you think more, sponsorship though? money via TV. Do you think more? No. Oh, like, don't, you, don't you think it'll, it'll take some kind of hit, right? Surely. It'll take a little bit, sure. I don't. I mean, I mean, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, it's not like, you know, they cancelled it and Fox isn't going to show a game or anything like that. It'll be on TV. It'll be very popular. It'll be fine. You know, I mean, it, it will have a, a minor effect. Sure, but you know it's not going to be a massive thing. I mean, England didn't qualify for the nineteen ninety four World Cup. How was football in England generally in the nineties, popularity wise? Yeah, was it just like yeah. yeah. that's, that's, that's a that's a different football that's nation, though. No, that that's not a country where it's the fourth, fifth professional sport. But with a hundred odd years, onwards and onwards and onwards, despite that big. <gasps> well, like I said, though, I don't think even if even if the Americans had a tremendous World Cup, that it really, it doesn't seem to parlay into greater interest in MLS. MLS mm-hmm. is building, I think, yeah, separate sure. of the national team. But I just think it draws in more fans that, and I think without them there, it's like I said, it's not tragedy, but I think it's going to take a minor hit. But sure, I mean, you know, we all say, you talk about the game in Canada, oh, if, if Canada could make the World Cup, that'd be great for interest in the game and things would explode and it'll be great and wow, wow, wow. So, you know, I guess we should look at it the other way around and oh, well, you know, well, I think Canada missing out on that. But mm. I think Canada, because in a weird way, because we haven't, you know, because we've been in one World Cup and that was prior to the days of, you know, mass television Media coverage of, of every match where you can watch every single match on TV kind yeah. of thing. Um, I think because we haven't been there, I think the World Cup's built just fine in this country to the fact that where Canada does make it or host, it's only like cherry on top. 
I think it's always going to be pretty strong here, in, mm. you know, in a per capita. So then what way. do you guys say to the argument that this is going to harm development of the game, development of players, both in the States and in Canada because of because of Canada's MLS involvement and because it's an American league by nature of how some is, sort of... I don't see how that has anything to do with them not qualifying for the World Cup. Yeah, I don't see it affecting development at all. Really. I don't see no, it. and it they have They but... have the resources to build a juggernaut of a youth system comparable to like Germany or any one of those countries. And now yeah. they have motivation. All right. Well, before we continue on this discussion, uh, MLS Soccer released a statement about the U.S. team losing. On Twitter, and Why? I would like, I don't know, so I want to read it, and then I'll let Mark talk. I'm sorry. Uh -huh. okay. I'm going to let you talk, but you have to hear this. Fine. Uh, along with all of the U.S. national team supporters across this great soccer nation, mm. we are disappointed that the United States did not qualify for the 2018 World Cup. There is no denying that this is a setback for all of us involved with the game in our country. And while this is a missed opportunity for soccer in the United States, we remain incredibly bullish. He does say that fucking on the future of the sport. It's like fucking Michael Douglas all over again. Yeah. Uh, Major League Soccer is more committed than ever to building the sport in the U.S. and Canada. We got to mention. Hey. Name drop. We will continue to invest in all aspects of the sport, from player development to creating world-class stadiums and training facilities to having clubs that are committed to their communities. We will Select take... Communities. We will take stock in the coming days and work to determine how we can continue to help the men's national team become stronger and more successful going forward. That's mm. ridiculous on so many levels. I yeah, know. there's a bunch of bullshit in there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, also, why? Since when is their responsibility? Well, depending on who you talk to, yeah. it, it is their responsibility. Well, how, no, it is how, not. How far, how far is Sunil up Garber's ass and vice versa? Well, yeah, the Sunil out... Uh, trend is kind of fun for yeah, me well, the, yeah whatever out trend is, they are is very comical. very very tied together basically it's like u.s soccer is just kind of completely all right well mls is the thing we're right behind this you, you can't be saying that they don't have any responsibility for each other i mean mls i think know, the other way around i think u.s soccer has more responsibility for mls than the other way around yeah well that's how you know sure. the model of national teams and federations you know controlling their leagues around the world mm -hmm. is meant to work yeah i mean they're very very up each other's yeah of course it's a weird relationship unlike those cancerous prostates mm, drippy yes huh. um wow there's i don't know whether to react to that or answer the question um, answer the question or, or whatever you, uh, you like. Know, all right. For, is it a tragedy uh, for the sporting psyche of the average American sports fan? Yeah, because who doesn't love to wave a flag? Um, for MLS, it's it's a hilarious tragedy because it's a wonderful stand on their we're doing everything rightisms that they happen to do with their two hundred or $150 million buy-in for a franchise that only pays, what, like 5% of that fee to an annual salary cap? I mean, it's kind of absurd and kind of ridiculous. Um, developing players. Well, NCAA, that's produced so many world-class players like... So anyway, uh, yeah, you want to... Kyle Laren. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> World beater. Um, it's There's so much bullshit and lies in that statement. It's it's really, really kind of dis disarming. And if I was an American supporter, I'd be like, you want to make world-class players, let's... Like, let's do it how everybody else makes world-class players. Yeah, they've got the money, and they can make, all, you know, wonderful development systems, but again, in select cities. It's not it's not like Cincinnati or Louisville or, or Indianapolis or anywhere, any of these other minor league teams that get 5,000 and up are all of a sudden going to be, you know what, 
We'll let you in without paying. We'll let you into the mm. access that we have to the money, the revenue, the advertising streams, the academies, the scouting, all that. No, that's that's still not going to happen. So you're still not going to develop pay players. I'm not going to say properly, but how everybody else does and does it better than you. Yes. Um, and then, and, and like as far as like the setback, like, so in, in what was it, uh, July... In Cleveland, they had a they had a qualifier game in Cleveland. Twenty eight thousand people showed up for that game, but somehow Cleveland is never on any MLS expansion list. Where did those twenty eight thousand people go? Were they not soccer fans? Like, if if you're trying to tell me that that there's it's a soccer nation and everybody loves it, every team should, every city should have uh, like fan, like there should be a club in every city and and people just be filing into the city. In the stadiums in tens and twenties of thousands every week, but that's not the case because it's it's a it's a fucking fractured system, um, and as far as like again the whole the whole psyche thing like those those Cleveland fans that don't have a, a domestic club to support, their domestic club is the U.S. Men's National Team, that's it, mm. that's it. Like so, like are are they're going to be hurt by it? But they don't have a regular thing to go to, so you've let down. All the people who who like when you get fifty thousand people out in Chicago when the fire can get fifteen, yeah, it's those other thirty five thousand people who don't go to games on a regular basis. They're the ones you're hurting because they don't support the local thing. They only support USA, USA, USA. So uh, you're gonna damage the Fairweather fan, but as far as the whole thing, like it's not it's not a, it's a catastrophe for the cycle, but it's not a catastrophe be fine they'll be able to i'm not gonna say buy their way in but they can dump some more money and get slightly better development and and yeah they had they had an off cycle let's put it that way they're on oh yeah it's in, not like they were suddenly bad they've been on paper in theory they mediocre. are better, they are the second best team in this in this in this uh, uh continent in this confederation excuse me uh Sometimes the second best team doesn't finish top top four. It happens, you know. Sometimes Panama qualifies, you know. Suck it up, Buttercup. TFC locker room's gonna be interesting. Some, some, sometimes, sometimes you need the rust help to bail you out of a gold cup. You know, it happens. Don't forget coin flips and coin flips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. don't don't forget that forever. You think this is a catastrophe? Imagine all the other times somebody got screwed at. Your behest. So, yeah, uh, this is not. It's it sucks right now. It will get better over time. Uh, this is. Is this a good time to do a rethink of the whole organization? Sure, why not? Didn't stop Germany, and they put a ten-year plan in place, and and they're back at close to Australia, the top of the perch, if not at the perch. Australia's like Iceland is like I know we go back to Iceland, Iceland, yeah. Iceland, but I mean. Look, if you want to see what success looks like, steal the entire idea. It's not a secret. Just steal it. Oh, but we got to worry about 
getting money from every possible corner. Well, then there's your problem. Mm-hmm. So what do you want? Do you want a winner or do you want money? Because it sounds like they want money. So well, they always yeah, do. Good they, luck. They want money, and they want money specifically for these twenty odd groups of people that have paid money to be within MLS. Yeah. That's so, basically what their entire sort of footbally thing is run for, exactly. essentially, so if you, is if, to help those guys out. So but, if you want a World Cup, if you want to get to a World Cup and win one, do you think this is going to work? Do you think this is ever going to happen? There's a reality where they might have the best club in the world at some point in time as far as money goes. Why not? But will it be made up of Americans? No. And that's the thing. Will there be Americans on that team? Probably not. And that's the thing. And if, if their plan is to make money for those 20 select groups, even take out the Canadian clubs, no. the way to make money for those groups is not by having teams full of Americans. No. That system yeah. it doesn't work. It can't work. There's not enough depth to have a league, especially an ever-expanding league. Yeah. There's not enough quality North American talent to fill out those teams. But if they have to fill out the teams, eventually we'll get there. I mean, that's one thing we're talking about. If all of a sudden, oh, there's less money, you know, from sponsors or whatever, and, you know, maybe MLS over the next three or four years doesn't have the influxes of money that have maybe been coming in, what have they really been doing with those over the last few years? Have they been, you know, just raising the salary cap as a whole so that kind of everyone benefits? No, 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 we need to make that sort of really freaking small. Don't you get ideas, union? But, all right, here's a bunch of targeted allocation money that you can splash on one specific guy, which is always a fucking foreigner. So if there's less money for all those guys, then maybe that will actually be better for Americans and Canadians as a whole. Yeah, I mean, technically, all three of our DPs are foreigners. <laughs> yes, but yes. is it? But is it the club's responsibility, really, to foster that, or is it the club's responsibility no, to go out and win trophies in the league? Right, sure. they're private entities. Okay, right. I know the league is built in a weird. Yeah, and, no, no, I, I do know, but you're right. Way, but you're you're the absolutely league right. And the sort of like national federation should be, you know, trying to kind of counter sure. those that line of making intents and working to make sure that the U.S. is doing better. Whoever. That line about making U.S. and Canada better—that is, that is the most, the most obvious pile of bullshit. Of course, ever. it is. Uh, we, I mean, we must have missed the memo when yeah, Canada like, I mean, went out. Pander, pander. I mean, okay, sure. So I guess there's very, there's probably what, uh, 30, 40, 50 kids of each age group that are getting handheld up this, up this professional. Structure. Okay, that's wonderful. What about the other thousand, two thousand, three thousand kids who don't live within driving distance of Montreal, Toronto, or Vancouver? You know, what about the ones who, in a place where say you're overpopulated, or sorry, there's too much talent, and there's no room for them? Are they going to fall by the wayside because they're not able to take advantage of all the wonderful development that all of the MLS clubs are doing, including the three in Canada? That's not that's a thing. Why, that's why we're going to have the CPL. Yeah, but like, but the thing is that for for that statement to make it seem like, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna, you know, buckle down and get this to happen. MLS willing it, will make it work. <clears throat> willing it and and press releases have not worked in this league ever, and uh, that one's not going to work either. There's, so. But there's also not a top flight in the world whose responsibility is to fix their national team. Oh. But it's a. It, but at the same the pr- time, the Premier, the, the Premier League's job isn't to fix the English national team. God no, they've just mm. dis- fucking destroyed it. <laughs> oh, there we go. England's probably. But 
England's probably one of the biggest examples of, of how that goes the that. other way. But like I do, everybody else is on that. On but board. there is always that 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 little you know that pushback. You see, they do stories on it every cycle mm-hmm. about how there's not enough English players in the Premier League, and this is why the English team can't do well on the world stage and all this stuff. Like it's it's I'm not saying it's a prevalent opinion that yeah crops up, but like everywhere you, you can know. have a good symbiotic relationship where your federation and your top flight are working to make it better. Right. And I think Here that's we go what, again, Iceland. The Iceland, you know, yeah, but all their players but playing, most of their players playing domestically, blah, 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 you know, getting regular games. We'll see if, if the formula works for Canada one day. So, yeah, you can work that way. But I don't think there's any league. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are leagues that aren't private entities that belong to the government. No, actually, you can't do that in FIFA, no, can you? No, I don't think so. So... <laughs> for the most part, they're private entities whose main goal is building their private corporation, building the brand, building mm-hmm. it. And so it's, for them, for any league, this is just a bunch of par for any league to say, you know, they're going to work hard and to make the national you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but you talk about like England and everything. Oh, it's destroyed the team. Yeah, do we really want like football getting more and more successful in the states and there's just more and more and more and more coming in and all of a sudden America's like the big league where mm-hmm. all the foreigners come and no Americans and Canadians can't get a game anywhere. Mm. This is a good thing. Yes, let's stay Belgium sized. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, something else I wanted to bring up, or did sorry? Did, oh no, good. Okay. Um, that sort of I, I saw in, on Twitter a couple times today sort of leads off of this in terms of reactions and stuff. So one of the things everyone's talking about is Taylor Twalman's rant um, from last night, which and it was a beautiful thing. Entertaining. Yeah. Very entertaining, very passionate, very, very well said. You know, he had some he had some good points. The stuff about the Olympics, I thought, was mm. really probably like the most cogent thing he said. I was like, yes, absolutely. You know, that's talk about development. That's got nothing to do with with MLS or whatever that has to do with yeah you could potentially see this coming for quite a few years exactly. if you're looking at under 20s and Olympics and this and that and what have you yeah so then there was people uh, lamenting the lack of um, you know like applauding the passion from Taylor Canadian soccer fans that was, were lamenting oh well where's where's our rage and ranting and passion when this happens to Canada and stuff like that and why isn't why isn't our soccer media this engaged because we're all dead inside <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the one of the theories that was posited was that because they're not Canadian, um, that they because the Canadian the media that covers soccer in Canada on television these are visual ones um, don't care as much because they're not Canadian. I disagree with this I, argument strongly. I would disagree with that. Um, I think that most of the, um, you have to look at the people that are covering soccer on TV. One, most of them are now Canadian citizens because they've lived here for a really long time. Um, they all have really strong soccer backgrounds. They all care about the game. They do care about the game passionately here. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we wouldn't see them saying some strong things on, on broadcast or on radio or even in print. But just the idea that you know, it, it, it has that faint tint of xenophobia that yeah. only only Canadians mm-hmm. are allowed to talk about. Only Where's only that? born Sorry, and bred. Hey, wait, wait. <clears throat> Sorry, let me Where's cut. Ours? Let me cut Duncan's mic for this. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just, but, I'm just saying, just it's fine. But it's You'll a, be back for the next one. But it's a it's a valid. <laughs> what he's going to say is valid. I know, no, no, I know. Um, but 
You're not it, cut, by the way. It was. Uh, <laughs> so it was like, and it was, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a ranting rah, discussion entirely that I saw. You know, some people brought up, you know, Craig Forrest being involved uh, in the broadcast game, and after Ken, the eight-one loss, you know, he had some strong things to say. Also, talk about you know Terry Dunfield currently being involved, but. I, I think of play, people like Luke Wildman and Nigel Reed and Danny DiCchio who are, you know, strongly involved in the game here in Canada and in its development and in its broadcasting, um, who are, you know, Canadian citizens now, but obviously mm-hmm. aren't from here originally. It's just... But also, like, how many how many opportunities are there for ex-Canadian pros to move into television mm-hmm. or into any kind, of, any kind of media? Like, in the States, you've got at least half a dozen sports channels, regional or otherwise, you know, they'll get they'll get to cut their teeth on local ML, MLS uh, uh, affiliates. They'll get to cut their teeth on on other minor league affiliates. They'll they'll learn to get in front of the television, be comfortable with themselves, and say it. Like some some of the former Canadian pros who do get on TV don't always look the most comfortable. The well, most they don't natural. have they don't have any but any training, right? That's, so. that's true. That's true. But I mean, I suspect Wellman's got has had some training at some point in time. So the reason why you don't have a lot of Canadians on TV, shall we say, uh, uh, who are not Canadian, whatever the whatever the slant was, uh, it's because there's not enough of them and there's not enough opportunities. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a television channel, which what would you rather take? The guy who's used to being on television who knows the stuff or a Canadian, a former Canadian national team player who kind of sounds like he's reading it and a little nervous all the Leave time. Leave Jim Brennan alone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Further to what Mark said, listen, things have changed in Canada as far as media and the sport. I'm not going to give all credit to all great things in soccer in Canada to Toronto FC, but when we when Toronto FC came about, things changed. There was mm-hmm. more coverage. Uh, there was more. It was on mainstream television a lot more. It's improved with Vancouver, with Montreal in general. The sport. Like what Mark said, there wasn't a lot of bench strength here yeah. of professionals who had the experience, the knowledge, the quality to talk about the sport. So pray tell me, who is missing out on a job that isn't on air right now? Yeah. Sure, maybe there's some, some writers. They don't always make good television broadcasting yeah. professionals. This is still a country where most people coming out of broadcasting schools dream is to work on Hockey Night Canada. It's not to work on MLS Match of the Week, mm-hmm. whatever. The major networks are still run by dudes who are born and bred NHL addicts. NHL mm-hmm. comes, you know, before everything. So there's not a lot of resources put into developing new soccer, you know, broadcasting. So it will happen, mm-hmm. but it's we're in decade. We're just moving into decade two. Yeah, of it ha- of. You know, mm-hmm. this world of broadcast, uh, 24-hour broadcasting and specialist broadcasting of s- specialist sports. I think there will be Canadian talent on the horizon. In the meantime, you have to, like Mark said, you have to get what talent is available. Yeah. And to say someone doesn't have a passion for the country, but, you know, because of where they're born, you know, for the Canadian national team is just a bunch of fucking horseshit. It's weak. You know, you can't even put a podcast on in this country without 50% of it being born outside of Canada. I know. I know. Seriously. No, but it's true. So that's just, well, like, what are we blaming here? I mean, as far as talent goes, yeah, it's going to take a while. We are still fighting the 
NHL juggernaut in the world of broadcasting. And mm-hmm. and I mean, how many personalities? Like, just never mind media. I just juggernaut like three times. On you the show really today. did. Like, that's. Did you read an X Men? I was just <laughs> gonna ask because <laughs> that would that would make sense. No, but like, how many how many Canadian footy personalities who were in the game? Can you even name past Craig Forrest and Brian Budge? May he rest in peace. Yeah. Like, just personalities. Like, guys who would give a good interview. And if it wasn't for a Scotsman, we would have had nothing. Graham Leggett, thank yeah. you. Rest in peace also, sir. <laughs> but no, but honestly, It was Graham Leggett and Dick Howard. Who else is doing anything? Yeah. Like, but... And, yeah, and Dick... Actually, I forgot about Dick <laughs> Howard. That's a good one, too. But, like, that's, that's what we got. Like, the charisma just wasn't there. Yeah. Waiting for Rob Friend to cut a great promo, yeah. but he's, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think really that the, the problem is, it's, oh, you know, it's immigrants rather than Canadians. I think the, the problem is, is just the, the media, the soccer media industry within Canada specifically, it's tiny and it seems really fucking cozy. And I get the impression it's very sort of kind of really cozy with the teams and nations that it covers. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't really quite like to criticize too much because who knows what might happen if you do that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of that is a problem. And that's why we exist. I, yeah. Well, but and yeah. I think aside from that, it's, I mean, we're maybe just paying too much attention to like what is said on TV. I mean, for example, you know, you go back to, Say when TSNFC was a podcast, if I think you know, it's like Jason DeVos, Christian Jack, you know, they would kind of often it's like talk, you know, fairly strong shit mm. on like their podcast in a way that they, they probably wouldn't yeah. on TV. And yeah. they'd sometimes in their blogs as well, they would do that. And you know, they'd yeah, big boy pants, they'd be, you know, complaining about that as you well. Yeah. True. You really did. <laughs> Your um, pants were too tight for too long. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I think if you kind of look at sort of podcasts and the blogs where people maybe feel a little freer to speak their mind, mm-hmm. I feel like there is definitely passion within, even like the people who are at the top that we're kind of complaining about, they have it. It's just they don't show it mm-hmm. in front of everyone on the yeah, TV sure. and everything. At that point, you they're, they're going to yeah, yeah, we're just going to be kind of professional and not going to take too much of an opinion and that sort of thing. And, you know, who knows exactly why I feel like we, we could do with more... Well, that's but, probably a maturity yeah. thing too. As, as as things grow and there's more outlets where people aren't beholden maybe to one or two places sure. they could work. But yeah. but you also know. like yeah, like I mean, to... it's it's hard to really criticize yeah. people who say, Oh yeah, if you go around and completely savage that and burn that bridge, <laughs> you've just cut yourself off from like twenty five percent of your potential work. That's not really very smart. So it's it's kinda of hard to criticize really yeah. for that. But, but I also I also yeah. think like to Duncan's point that you know, there is passion to be found, just not not even necessarily from the mainstream people, but you know, this isn't this isn't me building us up, but you know, people like us who do this kind of thing where, you know, if you if you look for it, you can find it. You can, mm-hmm. you know, with the with CPL coming in, a lot of new sort of support and more vocal support is sort of showing up for that kind of thing. It's just it's just a matter of of supporting maybe some alternative media mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of well, perhaps. where where you want where you want that but also the thing is, is people talk about like this this passionate thing where's like the passion and the anger we're different people <laughs> like, well i mean you know to a degree but i mean perhaps canadian soccer fans and you know this is a drips down from canadian sports fans in general always want you know if it's not said 
in the big time. Exactly. Then, it then, exist. then no yeah. one yeah. says it. Yeah. And I don't think it's like, oh, we're different people. I mean, they, when, they, whenever Canada, the, the hockey team, you know, if you know, they shit the bed in the Olympics or whatever it might be, you know, there's plenty of anger out there for Canadians at the right true. place. But I feel it's just maybe a lowered expectations thing. You know, no one really expects things. Mm-hmm. And so there's only going to be a very, very small amount of the country that either cares or was maybe really, really hoping or expecting for good things. Fair. So you, know, you have to really, really search down to find those people within Canada. I don't think I mean, it's kinda, not that they don't exist. Like, I'm just thinking when... Like, when we were doing the Yorkies, it was almost like it was an outlet for the part that nobody seemed to ever really address. And the, not that not that Yorkies was major media by any stretch of the imagination, but, I mean, like, Lies. We, we were... Yeah, come on, be honest. Like yes. it, it, we were funded by Bell. Yeah, go figure, <laughs> go figure. No, but, like, it, if anything, it was and almost Rogers. like... Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, so weird. We played them both off. <laughs> I know, tell us we're dicks. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I mean, that was... That was more of a hell. It was more of a therapy than anything else. Yeah. Because how how can everything be just oh it's it's not that bad or oh it was a tough break bullshit like it was not. But that's all we were hearing. And 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 th- that's the thing though. Like it was it was a. I would have liked if somebody had just said, you know, this team is crap. Here's why. And mm-hmm. then that was like a that was a yeah. a page in any daily whatever. But there wasn't. There was never anything that kind of spoke to, like, this is how I'm seeing it. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything was, oh, yeah, no, it's it's a transition. It's not. It's like, seriously, how many coaches' transitions do you need to have in a six-year period? So, I mean, in that case, that, that was kind of, if that had existed, I don't know if the Yorkies would have existed because there's already that voice. Mm-hmm. There's already that opinion, and it's, and it's well-structured and thought out and, hopefully a little amusing that's got ridiculous logos and bad Photoshop. I just wanted that. I wanted somebody to speak to me the way I saw it too. I wanted mm. to be able to agree to that. Even if not everything was golden, it just, I understood. But that's how that exists. And that's how this exists. We don't, we're not going to like, Oh, you know, well they tried and it was, it was, a, they gave 110%. Fuck that. That was not terrible. Mathematically possible. That was, yeah, exactly. Spiritually, like, though, like that's 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 kind of how this yeah. exists, and that's kind of how all the po- like I shouldn't say all, but many podcasts exist. That they, this is this is how we see it, you and know? that's what I think about the mm. ma- the maturing process of the sport. The more the more it grows, the more demand there will be for independent thought. Yeah, and the more opportunity there hopefully will be for people you know or maybe don't know yet to exactly. you know mm-hmm. be speaking right. to wider audiences. One last thing about the World Cup before we get away from this. Much longer segment than I'd intended. Is it about Bikini Faso? No, that's we're saving that. I'm I'm looking forward to the two leg. (laughs) Rich in thighs. Hey, hey Hey, yo! It is about, of course, Iceland. Come on! Mm. No, just is everyone prepped? You have to get ready because we've got like nine months of this. Mm. Everyone ready for They're the juggernaut of the North Atlantic? <laughs> nonstop Iceland. The articles, the pictures, the tweets, the videos. Is everyone ready? The gifs of the Viking clan. Exactly. The small videos of the Viking clan. <laughs> oh, that thing. I have Toronto my Seat. Iceland t-shirt yeah, ready, ready to go. Yes. Do you? Is it pressed and, and like yes, yes, <laughs> laid out nicely? You know, you know. Actually, I don't. I'm, I'm okay with license. You know, what the thing that I'm annoyed at, and I'm already pre-annoyed by it because it's already happened two or three times. For those, for those of you, and and this is also a bit of a PSA to anybody who listens to this, because you have probably already experienced it, or you're about to. And this is how it goes: somebody sees the headline, Iceland qualifies for the World Cup, 
somebody who knows that you like soccer goes up to you and says, huh, Iceland made the World Cup. How did Canada do? Or how come Canada can't make it? Or any shit like that. And then you have to go, oh, fuck. I know. And this is why. You try to explain to him, you're going to do this a lot over those nine months. I've already done it twice. Honest to God, I've done it twice. And I'm going to probably do it to every member of my family and every friend of mine who doesn't watch soccer and neighbors and Anyone who's seeing me wearing a fucking kit, they're going to be like, oh, how, how did Canada not make it nice and made it? We're bigger than them. Yeah, no shit, we are! And you're going to explain to them about development and why Canada sucks at it and everything in between. Or maybe you That's won't. That's not what I intended when I asked this question. No, but this is... I'm I'm all for Iceland. I love their story. I love that it continues. I fucking hope they win the World Cup. I will never get I sick of it. I was just trying to be silly. That's However, it's the, it's the comparison of Canada to Iceland. Okay, oh, also, too, the Americans, you're going to hear that one, too. The five of you that listen to it, and thank you. We appreciate your patronage. You're going to have to do that, too. So, yeah, Iceland. Hey. <laughs> well played. Moving on. I'm sorry. Did you guys want to say something? I'm just hoping York remakes uh, New Orders playing for England, for Iceland. We're playing for Iceland. 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 Playing for with some, with, <laughs> and then they just have to find uh, like Eider Good Janssen to do the John Barnes part. Yeah. <laughs> but do it at the right time. We got to slow or fast, but you must get through the line. Catch me if you can, because I'm the Iceland man. man. What they're looking at is it's a master, master plan. plan. We sound kind of like Dracula. This is <laughs> the football, football song. song. I'm breaking uh, hey. <laughs> on my chest. You, you know, know it can't, can't go wrong. wrong. Hey. Yeah. We are playing like for Iceland. Hey. hey. Iceland. <laughs> oh, oh, dear God. Finally, the sugar cubes are employed again. I mainly look forward to all the anguished TFC have been doing this for like eight years already tweets from various it? people. Yes. Yeah, eight years. I went to a TFC <laughs> match once and they did this. For eight years. I love it. Since, since the blizzard days, if I remember. Yes. 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 <laughs> shake time for TFC talk. Okay. We talk about TFC. All right. Uh, they've already wrapped this yeah, thing up. What's there to talk, talk about? about? Yeah. You read the rundown. You know what we're going to talk about. Mm. If you had questions, I you should have asked me earlier. <laughs> you fucking assholes. Seriously. Mm. If you have issues with what we want to talk about, fucking tell me. Well, that's what we're saying. There's nothing to talk about. So we're, yeah, that's uh, the issue. Anyway. Questions, yes. We're so confident in things. Okay, well, then you guys don't need to be here then. So, bye. Thanks for stopping in. Nice. There you go, Duncan. You get an early repeat to go do, I don't know what. I answered the TFC where they know. I put at home. Just <laughs> <laughs> just like TFC, we're done early. Hey. Sorry. Clinched. Uh, yeah, All right, anyway, question one. I read yes. the rundown. True. Concerns about Bradley and Altidore? No. 
Yeah, they'll be fine. They're pros. They can, yeah, like, maybe they'll have a chip on there. Maybe they'll have a chip on their say, shoulder. With regards, yeah, hopefully with uh, one of the things that oh well, if they'd finished fourth, then they would have been going off to Australia mm. or whatever. Oh, that would have been a nightmare. I was very like, happy just on before they played Panama. I was like, well, I hope the US lose. And some people were like, oh, well, you don't want the US to be dropping down to fourth. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Country before club, that'd be hilarious. Even if we do lose them, it's perfect. They dropped all the way down to fifth, and we still get them. It worked Hooray. out magnificently. Um, but yeah, they'll be fine. They're pros. They know what they're doing. They might be angry. Something to prove. Yes, That's what this I'm is their World Cup mm. now. Yes. Yeah, let's let's we redirect hope. that energy and focus it on some hardware mm. that yes. isn't a plate. Mm. If we know anything from Sunderland, Josie Aldenor, when things go wrong, he immediately bounces back. He doesn't mm-hmm. just spiral and Too be terrible soon. forever. Wow. So, so, you know, who knows? This is a different Aldenor. Yes, true. Can we get your main He's a beast. This is an alternate Aldenor. <laughs> He's a beast. Mm-hmm. Oi! What? Bradley's he, a said tank. A, he said Sunderland. <laughs> you fast forward to that and the switch and... Yeah, see? God, it was comedy. <sighs> yeah. You, you think they're going to bounce back? You think they're going to be fine? Yes, I think they're going to be fine. Woo. Also, you know, everyone's kind of focusing on Bradley and Alterdon. Oh, is this going to be a bad thing? Armando Cooper. Armando Cooper is going to be on cloud fucking nine. He's going to be lights out. Put me in, Greg. Put me in. Yeah. He's oh, a fucking God. World Cup qualifying. Armando Cooper is going to go out there and fucking destroy the playoffs. Oh, God. He's now we have destroy, to keep yeah, him. Yeah, he's going to destroy the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Now we have to keep him so the next summer... There's a Chiron that says Toronto FC under a player's name. Yes. Oh, we had Julio Cesar last right. time. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Mm. Damn it. Surely we can get one of those. I just, guys. just to get the Panini sticker. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. So, TFC, where are they now? Oh, Mark answer. At home. At home. Duncan, what do you think they're. Uh, okay, a couple of them might be on planes. Mm. Oh, true. But generally, they'll be at home, yes. Okay. Mm. Tony? A lot of them live down on the lake shore. Kristen? That's deleted. That's deleted. It's deleted. Go on, Kristen. <laughs> where are they now? Where are they now? Where, where, where are they now? Where are they now? Who's this week's where are they now candidate, Kristen? I can't wait. You've been looking at my computer. No, I did not. Okay. All right. <laughs> what was that? It's Armando Cooper. He's in the World Cup. That's where he is. Yeah. Did you want a hat? Not like you, Americans. Oh, thank you. All right. So from Toronto's 2012 squad. Oh, fine vintage. Yes. With a lot of scrolling. Do we, do, we just, like, do we yell it out? No, first person who yells it out properly wins. Sure. Oh, uh, so this defender. Nick Garcia. Oh, shit. Had a short-lived career with the Reds. Miguel Aceval. Oliver Tepper. Yeah. Can I read the rest? Yes. I I hope you do. Get to the jail part. He's still active in the game, playing in Chile for Deportes de Muco. Yes. Good for him. I I know. He's been there for two years. Uh, Scored a goal against Santos Laguna during TFC CCL run that year. Uh, But is best known for his part in the still infamous moment in Toronto FC history involving three TFC players going to jail. Yeah. What, was, what, was the, what was the name of that place? Club Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> no longer in business. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yes, Miguel Acevedo, <laughs> who made five, count them, five actual MLS appearances wow. for the team. Uh, the, really? It was only, yeah, I know. Cinco. I would have expected more. Well, he, because the, the, the Houston incident uh, occurred mm. early yeah. to mid-June, and then mm. they basically benched his ass after that before mm. releasing him at the end of July. He owed Julian B. Guzman money. Seriously, and no one owes just... Julian B. Guzman money. He had to get out True. of town. Yep. Anyway, there his was... kneecaps were like a day away from being busted. By mm. a Lambo. Yes. There were, like, seriously, so, so, so oh, many choices um, for, because that was the year of however many gazillion TFC players, but... Uh, it was it was quite funny to be scrolling through 2012 and being like, oh right yeah and oh this just oh, I this I him. I vaguely remember him this just oh it just keeps going oh dear gods, um, I guess that was the most chaotic of all chaotic years. It was the darkest timeline. Well, I don't know what darkest. It was fun. <laughs> but it was but it was chaotic. <laughs> it was it was it had such it a was, bright bright promising stir. It yeah, did it, was, that's it did. Javier Martina. No, that was 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2012, yeah. and it's all yeah. like, hey, we beat LA. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. We're fucking for real now. Yeah. yeah. Look at us. And, and then. And then things oh. got injured, and. and mm. Yeah. was never really fit, and then. Hey, oh. Yeah, so highlights of. You know. the beginning of his career here, or was the end of his career here? That's That was the worst team in the world year, right? Yeah. So that was the beginning. Mm. No. Mid-point. No, because at, at the other end, he was on fire and then wrecked his knee, and that was the end of it. Um, yeah, basically, 2012 was both um, was after it. after Paul Mariner took over. He he finally started. He had a run of about like nine or ten games where he was good. Banging and goals then, all over the park. Oh yes. yeah, playing off Eric Hasley. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had something like sort of nine, Ashton Morgan down the left anyway. wing, throwing across. Kuhlman scores. Yeah, like, which is was, exactly what his job. Oh, the Ashton Morgan years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then he got injured at uh, Boston, and yeah, uh, that was, and the end that was the end, yeah. Then he went on to play Catan full time. Last up on our show is a look ahead to the final home game of the season. <gasps> Already. So this weekend on Sunday, 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 Sunday at 5 o'clock. But <gasps> be there before 4.30 because the Sporter Shield's getting presented uh, before the game. If we get there really, can we buy more beer? And will there be Supporter Shield merch to buy? I would imagine uh, so. Supporter Shield seat cushions for all. Yes, there uh, better be some kind of like throwable throw, well, t-shirts. Like I want an inflatable shield. shield. Yes. Um, yeah. So, like, like a pool noodle. No, no, like, yeah. a, like a pool like, thing you lay on. Raft? Yeah, what? Raft. An inflatable, uh, you know, inflatable yeah. pool yeah. raft inflatable? thing. Do you call them rafts? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. It's like yeah. the flutter What you board. lay on, on in a board. fucking pool. Yeah, like that a thing. floaty well, chair thing. Milo, but that might be the, uh, the British mm, You're term. thinking British. Mm. You want a floaty chair thing? Chair? No, just a flat thing. Like an air mattress for the pool. Well, yeah, it looks like that. a raft. 
A raft? A raft at all? A raft is something you stand on your paddle to go. Wow, you're effed if you ever end up on an island. (laughs) They're at home. (laughs) (laughs) Ah... Anyway, um, yes. But yeah, just you know, some kind of like just basic supporter shield yeah. champions t shirts laid, lovingly laid out on every single seat. Oh, that'd and be maze <laughs> Actually then we'd have to get there early so we could grab yeah. ten, stuff away six, throw four. Nineteen right? eighties <laughs> wrestling belts, but with the supporter shield on them. <gasps> Ooh. Sign me up. <laughs> you sir speak to my wheelhouse. <laughs> Um, but yeah, get there for four thirty. Because mm-hmm. why? Before four thirty. Before four thirty. Before four thirty. Check your email, everybody. It says yeah. before four thirty. Four thirty one when the stadium has three 10, and a half people. thousand people in it. I'll be there. It's going to mm-hmm. be amazing. To be fair, David Miller made a very good point on Twitter. Uh, the tickets still say three o'clock on them, so right. uh, a lot of people are going to be getting there at like three thirty. Like you know, Holy expecting shit, a three o'clock kickoff. Exactly, it'd be perfect. This was their plan all along. Win supporter shield. Never change the ticket. Yeah. That's thinking that's right there. Yes. All right. As Duncan mentioned earlier, Montreal has already been eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, it's a little disappointing. I was kind of hoping that we would get to do it just because, you know, that's fun. But, you know, also. Haven't, haven't you been given enough baubles? No. I want more. It's true. All the baubles. And yeah, basically, TFC, these games are meaningless. It would have been nice to have the meaning of mm-hmm. killing off Montreal. Mm-hmm. Agreed. However, TFC point, do... esteemed s- colleague. Wow. You just don't mm. think that's... He must be in a bad mood. He just called me esteemed. <laughs> Thanks, Duncan. <laughs> anyway, uh, but... Me much- too. Shut <laughs> 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 there any carrots left? Plenty. Steamed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Toronto FC, other than, of course, the playoffs and the cup and all that, do still have one thing that they are chasing, which is the points record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So winning on Sunday would obviously help contribute towards that. But there's also the matter of the last time they met and <laughs> the unfortunateness that happened with the losing and all the goals conceded. Oh, it was fun. Um, but... It was a game. They lost it. It's not really that unfortunate. There's nothing these revenging here. It's ah, no one likes they to needed lose. it. Sometimes you lose Sorry. games. God damn it. Yeah. I got to lose fiery. Montreal. Yeah. Where's, you, where's your passion, Duncan? Where's your spirit? It's just a good point. Yeah, yeah exactly. you don't want to lose, but it's like, oh, after, especially what happened the last time. No, no, it, it was a game, and somebody won. The record's officially happen. out of reach, is it? Yeah, there, there was nothing really, not the really points outrageous. Oh, okay, so no, no. If, they get, if they beat them, they got it. If they beat Montreal, they've tied it and then and still they, need points against oh, Atlanta. Right. still one more. Yes. I forgot about the that's one That's what I said. More. This is the final home game of the season. I know, but that could also be the final game. No, just, I would have said we final game. Attention. It would have been decision day. Attention. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> Thanks for reading the rundown, Mark. I read the rundown. Oh, are you really, are you really doing that to me? Well, clearly you missed a key point. It's also accurate. It could be the last home game and the last game. You under, you understand that, right? But I would have indicated. You know that. Would you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you? Mm-hmm. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Fuckers. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to talk about this game more. Uh, player to watch. Oh, Piatti. He's going to be around forever. <laughs> Is now. Jackson Owl. Uh, Donadal, I kind of want to still see him get punched. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to go back to Yipiati, and it's mostly because every player I've picked, 
against Montreal uh, has disappeared, and I want Piatti to fucking vanish. I also went with Jackson Hamill, uh, mostly because, you know what, he's been playing well. It's sort of fun to watch, but then in the game against El Salvador, the time he got in the game was pretty much invisible. It wasn't oh, yeah. very good. He was no Mark Anthony K. True. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to, to uh, uh, Mauro Biello. He doesn't quite fit into the canopy, Aww. but this is clearly the last time we're going to be seeing him. So, well done, Mauro. Uh, good luck. Bon voyage. You had a g- yes. good, good end to the, the season last year. Well done. Yeah. Your best before yeah. date has passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you are spoiled milk. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Vanny Tactics. Go for it. Pretty much. Um, Revenge, etc. At this point, we need to be getting the first team fully out there and you know, obviously reintegrating Jovinko. And Do you think Seba starts? Out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even though it's Plays his first game back? Minutes. All yes. right. Yeah, we need to be fully getting those guys back in a groove before the games get important. Also, too, they're going to they're have up two games. So. Fire. Can't dick around with things now. Got to nope. get to. Yep. Yes. They're going to they're gonna have a week off after the Atlanta game or whatever the gap is because they're not playing that first knockout, right? So. True. Week and a half. Well, week and a bit. Yeah, you know, Won't yeah. be back at BMO until November the 5th. Where are they now in need? Mm. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> All right. We were talking about the Sporter Shield we or were. rambling about the Sporter Shield. Yeah. Uh, what should TFC do to make sure that everyone's actually in the stadium for the Shield presentation other than not change the time on the ticket? Have it post game. No, but what if it's a crap game and half the people leave? Oh, who fucking cares? Well, I want the full stadium to we'll, be there. We'll, we'll still have one, but that, as if the full the full stadium is going to be there half an well, hour before the game. Come on, just come mean, on. Yeah, but also, what are they gonna, are, are they going to build a big fucking stage? They and should. Have, like confetti cannons and shit and all that before the game? They should do And have the game played in a flood of confetti? Give it to them Give it to them when the national anthems are finished so they can do a lap of honor around Montreal Impact while they stand there. And there's one, one pregame thing. Hopefully the Montreal players will form some kind of guard of honor. Well, yes. that's that, what that everyone's be been talking about. They're they supposed be to be an honor guard, actually. They should be. And Saputo should hand over the shield. <laughs> um, the only way I'm down with this is if, you know, and you know, hopefully they will actually do this. You, know, you can have some kind of your, your official presentation and, ooh, here's somebody actually handing it over and there's pictures and whatever and then, you know, back to business and then, all right, you know, they can bring it back out after the game and... You know, no, do you whatever get, they want to do. One use. No, you can do a lap of honor and like do the clappy thing with yeah. the South End and what they do that after the use game the as well. To beat on the drum. But nice. you know, the, but, so, but the only thing is, if I don't think it will be, or if it was a terrible symbol. stinker of a game, the weather was fucking awful. We're still the say, champions. Say they say they lost like some horrible score five. You nil. can press play on Queen and it will be legitimately hundred <laughs> percent true. Saying, I'm still. just saying the spirit might not be there. That might Radio be there Gaga? before the match. I mean, I want to ride my bicycle. Yeah. What, what the spirit's yeah. going to be there Strong, before the match, though? No one. No, I agree. You know, but there, there's no good answer for this. What? Be- because what? Toronto fans, there's mm. no good answer. We'd ruin everything. So, Mark, what should TFC do to make sure that everyone's in the stadium? Half-time. No, that's not even good enough. No. Break the play like at the 35th minute. There you go, like a water break. We're taking a break, everyone. Yes. Let's try it we out need, the shield. We need to like make sure whether it's really publicized. Paolo Rossi will present the shield. <laughs> that way, people will be in yes. the stadium. Yes. Everyone will flock. That's so terrible. This is true. And to it's going to be covered with Metro's Croatia's baseball cards. Nice. They don't make those. I would have had them. I don't even know. I say they delay the game by twenty minutes. Don't tell anybody except those inside. 
I also, uh, I think if you put uh, on the email, uh, the last email that goes out, that it would be presented to Toronto FC by a forced grin from uh, uh, Don Garber and uh, Sunil. <laughs> uh, I would be there so early just to see them have to look pleased about Toronto winning their precious supporter shield. I also feel like we should get a, uh, a well-known Montreal celebrity to come and present. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Well, Celine busy, so... Gino Vanelli? No. Um, Corey Hart. No. Corey Hart, Corey yeah. Hart. Mm. Black cars do look better in the shade. Yeah. Which you would wear some sunglasses at night. missing someone. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Like, who, who was that woman? She was, she was at the, um, like the Canada 150 thing oh, in Ottawa. Oh, yeah, she did a good What's job. What's her name? Alanis Morissette's from Ottawa. Yeah, no. no. Oh, not her? No, okay, sorry. Not what I'm thinking about there. Sarah McLaughlin's from Vancouver? No, no. yeah, this not is the far. Do- not the too dog far. woman. Mm, too far. Mm. Ah, we'll get it eventually. The Mitsupporter's Shield? Mm. The Mitsupporter's Shield? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Mitsu presenting. Yes. As winners, we there. get to carve our face into it now. <laughs> We're not putting Toronto FC in 2017. Mitsu. We put... Her face on the shield as our contribution to the supporter shield. You're welcome. She could get carried out on it. Nice. Oh yes, yes. It's gonna be the best supporter mm-hmm. shield presentation mm-hmm. ever. Like a sexy Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Predictions, everybody. Thank you. It's gonna <laughs> die right there. <laughs> um. 4-1 to Toronto FC's Woo! ambitious. Ro-ro revenge. Yes. 2-0. TFC's. Okay. Mediocre. I went, I, went, I, went, I went 3-1 Toronto. Moi yeah. aussi. Ooh, okay. Feeling I'm strong. I, I, was, I actually was going to put down like 4-0 or some crazy ass scoreline, but I was like, no, let's keep it in the realm. Seba's first game back, yeah. you know. It's, it's, it still can happen. All the free kicks that are going to happen. Oh, oh so exciting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be magical. Get your predicting hat on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe the scarf, too. You might need the whole ensemble. I hereby predict Sebastian Jovinko will score a goal from a free kick on mm. Saturday. Sunday. No, Sunday? Saturday. Sunday? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. That's how, we get run run there. Run run. <laughs> that's how we get everyone there for the Shield. Tell them the game's on Saturday. Uh-huh. <laughs> stay overnight. <laughs> this Shield will keep me warm. <laughs> Sunday, Duncan. Okay, so yeah, Jovinko will score a goal from a free kick um, on Sunday. It'll go. be, uh, you know, maybe it's like 25 yards out. He'll go over the wall, top corner. The goalie will dive but not get it. Wow. In- Whoa. He's upping his game. He Whoa. really is. This is this is interesting. Five-day predictions. <laughs> you know what this happens? For those of you who think that this is all garbage, he does this all the time. True, but he does it in stadium mere minutes before it happens, mere sometimes seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But his accuracy is a It generally comes down to how close is the ball to the box, really. You know, too close and he doesn't get it over the ball, too far away, and you know, he often misses. Uh, but you, you know, there's a certain sweet spot between you know, probably about like 23 to 28 yards, and yeah, okay, there's a good chance he's gonna score here, or at least get it on target. Yorkshire yeah, Crescent, he will score. Mm. Delightful. They're honking in agreement. Yeah. That was, that's what that was. Yeah, that together. was. All right. First half, North End. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy hell. Wow. 
Everyone get there. It's fine. I have to place a bet on something. Give me a second, folks. Uh-huh. So if you want to see Duncan the Prognosticator and his magical predicting abilities, uh, come go. visit the VMP uh, suite at the top of 117. <laughs> say hello. All right. Also, come by if you want to show off your kit. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if you have a great kit to show off, definitely stop by so Mark can see it in person, or I will just take your picture and send it to him. But Mark likes to see them in person. Otherwise, he's sad. Yeah, yeah. He's very sad. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't had a chance to come see us yet, you know where to find us. If you don't, message one of us. We'll probably tell you. Not a secret. Yeah. It's not really a secret. We're pretty open about yeah, it. It's a pretty poorly kept secret. Yeah, it is. Right next to the statue. <laughs> <laughs> of us. Mm. Yes. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Um, join us next week. When we talk about a hopeful victory against Montreal, look ahead to... Uh, we already said it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. All he four said, of us predicted the win. I know. That All right, so don't say hopefully. It's done. Guaranteed. But the vocal minority uh, guarantee clocks. Yeah, guaranteed? it's the dunk in the Greek lock, that, stock, that, bet, that, bet. That's not how this works. That's, not a thing. that's really not a thing. It's never been a thing. Never a thing. <laughs> For those of you, this is the first episode. <laughs> why? And yeah. secondly, that's not no, a thing. No, that's definitely not a thing. Mm. We at this side of the table do not <laughs> endorse or support the opinions expressed on the other side of the table. Vocal minority or vocal minority industries. All I'm right. Unsupported. <laughs> oh, you're supported. We have you back. Mm. Just not that high. <laughs> Tony's on that side of the table if you need extra support. Just ask him. <laughs> For those of you who didn't buy the video podcast stream, Tony gave a thumbs up. And a cheesy grin. All right. Again, <laughs> we will look back at mm-hmm. the hopeful victory against Montreal. Uh, preview decision day. Dun, dun. Thank wah, you. Wah. <laughs> uh, hopefully the playoff picture will be a little clearer by then in terms of who TFC may be facing. Mm. Probably New York Rebels. Probably. Mm. Not and Mike the Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he there? I don't he was hurt. Yeah, I don't feel like I've heard anything about him for a long time. He must be injured or something, yeah. is he? Yeah. Gorillas never die. Mm, true. All right. I've been joined by the entire vocal minority panel because I, I can't think of anything else to close this show out with because they're just distracted duo across the table. Distracted, uh, distracted duo. Yeah. At Duncan D. Fletcher on the Twitter is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Still grumpy. On the Sweet Machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Look over here. Distracted duo. <laughs> Out on the interwebs at Kittner Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinkley. We need a costume. We need a costume. Yeah. As for me, look over here. You can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Case of Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. But look over here. Oh my God. (laughs) So distracted. It works.
didn't do it, whatever Time the fuck it was. Time to change Duncan's intro to something nice and flattering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in surly next week just to test this theory. <laughs> He's the best podcaster we have. Get the chips closer. Get nerd Mark. I'm not even going to correct the spelling because everyone knows how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not go too crazy here. Well, you know. Oh, it just gets worse. <laughs> or anything? Are you good? No, no. Okay. Hello, Mark. That sounded accusatory. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Bastards. I'm afraid. Bastards. Hi. Hi, how are you? Wicked. How's the levels? Are they levelly? Yeah, they're there. Ready? Mm. Oh, hey. I, I didn't write one, but I'll do one off the top of my head. Dude, oh, you, you have want one, one job. You want one? Live from the stupid Honduras, somehow still capable. Live from stupid Honduras, somehow still capable of qualifying. And then in the background, uh, we just do bad Australian accents because <laughs> they're going to Australia. It's a vocal minority podcast. I actually wrote it. I didn't know he was coming. That's <laughs> 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 I mean, probably best to presume that, really. Well, I usually find out, like, as I'm just about to get in the car. It's like, well, fuck, I can't write this. I'm too busy dealing with traffic. So what did you say? Live from? <laughs> Live from stupid Honduras, somehow still capable of qualifying. Okay. And then we do bad Aussie. G'day, crikey. Bobby. You know, shit in the background. Just Shit in the background. Shit in the background. Yeah. Throw Catracho on the Bobby. Yeah. Bruce, did you do a deuce? Yeah, shit in the background. Freaks. Australians? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my brother. My brother's a citizen, so yeah, I, I feel quite uh, at home saying that. What's his animal of choice to... Uh, Bugger. The old fiddle. He, has, he hasn't chosen to share that with me, so, okay. you know, I feel like they swear them to secrecy only or something. only hits a marsupial. The oral reef. <laughs> um, so MLS wins and losses, short. Uh, no quotes. Kind of occurred to me afterwards, oh, we could throw a bunch of Bruce Arena quotes in there. Does anybody have any good Bruce Arena quotes from the weekend? Because I didn't have time to look up fucking shit. There's but the anyway. Rage. There's the rage. Mm. Don't worry about it. You did fine. <laughs> Is that nice enough? I think that gets to the point. Does it? It may, it may also <laughs> preface or lead into or it's just possible, explain. But... Mm. Sure, I can send you something. Or you could just say, Bruce, Bruce Arena had this to say. That's your job. I'm going I'm to send I'm it to you. Going to Russia. If I can get this to fucking copy and paste. There we go. I was looking forward to seeing those Matrushka dolls in action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, hold on. Who wants to go to Russia anyway? I don't want a pee-pee tape made of me. <laughs> Alright, I just sent it to you. Just because a man wants to get pee-peed on doesn't mean he needs to record it. <laughs> I just think it's funny that he thinks there's nothing wrong. Bolsheviks. <laughs> Actually, no, whatever club he had... Sorry, whatever. Ottawa Tassel, right? No, he was a he was a he was a uh, Fenerbahce fan, and their colors were blue and white. Mm. That was the closest the connection got. Mm. 
but he he put them all up in a like in a, in a complex so they didn't have to pay rent. Like you they, they were Turkish delights. Yeah, but they all they'd just be covered in powder. Mm. The turkeys. Mm. No one's called the turkeys. I know. They should be though. Yeah. Up the gobblers. Giblets till I die. <laughs> Are you a tryptophan? Put you to sleep. There's a scarf. Thank you. Tryptophanatics. Oh, the pun mm. headlines for the turkeys oh. would be amazing. Turkey shoot. Turkeys get stuffed. Yeah. Three nil loss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm behind this turkey thing. So let's get this CPA Canadian Premier League off the ground. And let's yeah. get a fan-owned team on the turkeys. Off the turkeys. Brown kits home. Yeah. 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 Brown, oh, yeah. Oh, brown oh, white. Thanksgiving flavors. Orange away kits. I was going to say, oh. I was just going to say orange away kits. Yeah. Absolutely. Orange and gold. Is Thanksgiving really a good thing for turkeys, though? We'll pardon one. They'll get one game pardoned every every year. What is good One player turkeys, gets though? pardoned, they don't get cut. There's not really many good outcomes for turkeys. Sure. But, you know, there's no need to celebrate the bad ones. You monster. <laughs> I feel bad but for a lot of animal clubs. How many animals lead, lead a prideful life and, you know, are led to a, a quiet, proud, proud death? A few. Like? All right, well, prideful lions generally. Yeah, yeah. but they're poached generally. Oh, generally, yeah. no, generally hunted by dentists. What do you want? Dogs. Dogs. Terriers, Huddersfield. My favorite breed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But dogs in general, you know, in the world. <laughs> Generally, they're fine. I'm waiting for Korea to get mentioned, but I'm only going to say it out loud. But not in East Korea. Surely not in East Korea. No, no, Because no. it's the best Korea. It's the best Korea. Exactly. Yeah, almost. <laughs> How many blue whale teams are there anyway? I'm sure in Japan there's a couple yeah, of whale teams. I hope Iceland might have a whale team or something. Look at the Hartford whales. RIP. Fine, so animal teams are banned okay. from our prospective league in the future. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> 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 if you can't have an animal, none of us will have an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 